Hello everyone, welcome to the 12th Man Podcast, episode 10. Hope everyone had a safe Super Bowl weekend. In today's episode, our host Efren and our podcast regular Henry go over some exciting pictures that occurred this weekend in the Premier League, La Liga, and the Serie A. If this is the first time listening to the podcast, we ask that you please refer to our latest episode for the latest news in the football world. And with that being said, enjoy the show. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another edition of the 12th Man Podcast. I am your host, Efren Perez, and I am joined today by Henry. Uh, Henry, how are you? Good. What's up, man? Uh, doing pretty good. How was your weekend? I'm bad. Full of, full of interesting games and obviously the Super Bowl. Yeah, Super Bowl, Tampa Bay beat the Chiefs. You know, Tom Brady, man, that's the GOAT right there. Yeah, I don't know anything about tackle ball, but whatever. Yeah, me either. But still, <laughs> yeah, you're pretty Tom Brady. <laughs> he has what seven rings, I think. Seven rings. Yeah. yeah. No, he has one for each day. <laughs> it's not called football. It's called tackle ball. He has one for each day now. So <laughs> when he feels like yeah. it. But anyway, some interesting games did happen this weekend in terms of football. We're gonna start off in the Premier League. And we're going to start off with Man United versus Everton this weekend. And this match ended 3-3. On the neutral side of it, it was a pretty exciting game. Cavani opened the scoring in the 24th minute. And Bruno Fernandes scored just before the first half. And man, Henry, that Bruno Fernandes goal was actually pretty – it was pretty good, dude. I like it. Yeah, That was a golazo. Like, the way he just shot it. Look a little so nonchalant. Honestly, <laughs> it like at first, honestly, it didn't look intentional to me. Mm-hmm. Um, at, at first, it looked like he was trying to cross it, but or it looked like he was he was attempting to cross, but ended up going to goal. It had to look like from 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 uh, when I first saw it. Then I saw it from a different angle, and yeah, it looks like he did kind of size up and uh, was going for goal, but. From, yeah. from uh, another angle, looking he was trying to go for the cross. That's what I, that's what I saw first. But, yeah, yeah, it was a good goal. Good, good, good goal. Then the second half, uh, when the second half began, 49th minute, DeCore opened the scoring for Everton, and then he assisted three minutes later for the James Rodriguez goal, which was, I mean, that point, 2-2, exciting. Scott McTominay scores from, from a free kick or a corner, and – Set piece, set piece, and pretty, pretty good goal from Scott McTominay. But man, United, man, you would have thought if they up at the end. Yeah, you would have thought if you all you had to do was just hang on. But Dominic Calvert Lewin for Everton scored just right at the death of the game, making it three three. From a neutral point of view, Henry, this is a good game, huh? If you weren't a fan of you're you're thinking I'm getting a fucking game. But if you're you're looking at it from a United perspective, you're like, shit. We <laughs> just dropped two points, man. And they did, man. I mean, what what were your overall? How do you think uh, United play, played in this game? Well, the first half was probably more United than anything, and then uh, yeah, they dominated obviously with Cavani scoring a good header. It was a header, right? Sure. Yeah, it was a header. And then uh, Bruno obviously uh, right before the the half end scored that golazo. Um, yeah, it was pretty much all United in the first, uh, the first half. Um, and then in the second, they like, I don't know what happened. They, um, 
I think they took the pedal off a bit off mm. the gas. And uh yeah, just you know, everything came in and they just bounced back quick. Um I think that was a, the 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 first goal. Everton's first goal was a mistake by uh the hair. Oh yeah. And, you know, that was all the hair's fault. <laughs> you know, he just slapped it right into hit right into the core. Um the core, you know, just for him to tap it in. Yeah. And then uh then the the second goal, Hamas's goal was a defensive mistake, I think, from the left and the right back. Mm-hmm. Uh, Luke Shaw, when the Corey got the ball, Luke Shaw was like kind of just walking towards him, wasn't even like running towards him to to to, to stop him any type of way. Just let him just there you go, pass mm-hmm. it. And he's so called, you know, the the the, the best so called left back in the mm-hmm. Premier. Remember Ruben says, but damn, dude, I didn't see that. There. That was poor defending. That was real bad defending by that dude. And um, and yeah, just Thomas just you know. Of course, Hamas has the quality, so he just you know, scored that goal right in there. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the end, of course, they would. <laughs> All they had to do was just hang on. <laughs> just, they just hang on, man. And, you know, that set piece, they could have, uh, I don't know, they could have had better, again, better defending with that set piece. And, yeah, man. Kyber I... Lewin just scored. He's, 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 on a, he's on a run, too. He's on a good run this yeah. season. He's, uh, what, he's got like 12, 13 goals now? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, man, the type of guys you can't uh, you know give any give anything to. Everton is a team you can't give anything to, really. Yeah, and Everton wasn't even it was coming from a bit of a bad, bad run too, and yeah, they were coming from a bad run, and look, they ended up uh, bouncing back. Um, I think this will give them confidence. But yeah, this is bad for United. They really needed to win this thing to in order to keep that uh, that race tight with you know keep it at three points and now. They dropped two, so now they're behind by five. With uh, City with has still a game in hand, so that five can turn into eight if City win. And it looks, you know, pretty tough. And I like how you mentioned uh, Everton. They were in a bad run. They come oh. back, and they basically Everton showed they weren't pushover. And I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a little bit nicer to United, just mm. for Ruben, just for Ruben. <laughs> <laughs> not me <laughs> actually dude I actually thought they played pretty well I think you saw shades of the old United out there I remember didn't Sir Alex Ferguson say don't play boring football I'd rather we I'd rather the game end up 3-3 than us winning 1-0 so I mean if you Sir Alex was on the sidelines I think he would he would have enjoyed that game sure it was not the result United won but I think we would have been pissed, if, especially with the last minute freaking goal. <laughs> yeah, boy. They, they conceded, so, yeah, it was a good game. I'm not saying it wasn't a good game, but, uh, yeah, that was a lack of concentration. That's all I said uh, a few weeks back when they were top of the league, and, you know, they were for, I think they were top of the league for only like two weeks, though, mm-hmm. but. Uh, I told uh, Ruben, I was like, okay, but how long can – we'll see how long they can maintain being on top of the league and if they can handle that pressure. And like I said, City was coming in quietly. No one was really paying attention. And uh, I said, City's playing good, and they're coming back up quietly, and look at them now. So it seems that United are – they haven't handled the pressure of being top of the league too well. And just uh, like you're mentioning City, we're going to actually go to the Liverpool versus Manchester City game. 
this was, I guess you could say this is the El Clasico for England, I guess you could say. Liverpool versus Man City. Yeah, two best teams in England. Yeah, yeah. It's not just Liverpool versus City. It's also, you know, the you know the players. You know, Sterling versus Mane, Jesus yeah. versus Firmino, Salah versus, you know, uh, who plays uh, Bernardo Silva, and the coaches as well. Club versus Pep. I mean, both have the same ideology when it comes to football, attacking football, but both have different ways of, uh, you know, going about it. One is overwhelming pressure. The other one is patience and possession and this time, pace is in possession one. Pep Guardiola actually got the best out of Jurgen Klopp. And to tell you the truth, Henry, I don't know in how long. When was the last time Pep got over Klopp? It's been a while now, but, uh, I mean, that just shows that, uh, you know, Pep is a good trainer and he's the, the, the right trainer for City, man. You know, he's the right manager. He, uh, you know, this team is, is, is just unstoppable right now. They're, they're playing – incredibly good you know they are just the dominating you know um i, I love the way they played i love you know i mean uh Gundogan is freaking on form man i do this damn it's like they don't even miss uh david silva i mean you miss him but i mean at the same time Gundogan's come in and said you know what i'm here I'm, I'm, and i'm gonna step up and he has man he has yeah He's really good and this match ended 4-1 for manchester city this is the first yeah man First for time, first time since I think 2003, since Manchester City have beaten Liverpool at Liverpool Stadium Anfield in the Premier yeah. League, and that was a crazy stat that I found. I thought City had already beaten Liverpool, yeah, in the league before, but no, I bet broke that duck. Uh, uh, Gundogan, like you mentioned, scored. Uh, uh, a brace, two goals. He did miss a penalty earlier in the first yeah. half. They made up for it by scoring two goals. Salah got a penalty, which I guess you could say it was it, not a penalty. That was a dive, dude. It, that dude dove. But you know what? That's what I like about. That's what I like about too. They're not gonna sit there and complain. You know, they just uh, all right. Well, what it is, what it is. Let's go. And Keep going. <laughs> after, just after that, I mean, Raheem Sterling scored, and Phil Foden, the English Iniesta that. The the English media is calling him right now. He played really good for. Him. Yeah, he played really good. That kid, uh, yeah, he's a really good player. He's left footed. Yeah, he's really. He surprised me. I was like, whoa! I really hadn't seen him play too much. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, this guy, yeah, he's, he's a he's a really good player. And he's I really think really he's playing that false nine position too. Like he, hey man, I'm he telling actually... you, that's what that's what I'm saying. Like the, Guardiola has critics. About his style, he's always had those critics about his style. I mean, they, they, obviously, it worked so good at, at Barca, and then when he left Barca, he he implemented his style at Bayern, and he had a couple of bad results. And then uh, they started saying that, uh, oh, you know, maybe maybe uh, times are changing, football changes, it's becoming more physical, like this whole possessional thing, mm-hmm. you know. And then he came to City and he implemented that here at City. And he won, you know, for his first season, it didn't go as well. I mean, obviously, it's the Premier. It's his first time being in the Premier. So, he started getting the players that he wanted. Then he won two leagues, two straight, you know, leagues. And then, obviously, last season was just, you know, Liverpool was, you know. Dominant. Everything, dominant. They just mm-hmm. came together mm-hmm. really well. You know, that that was years of work, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, they were just criticizing Pep because of his style. And, all oh, your style doesn't work anymore. And, you know, again, the same thing. Times have changed. 
football's more physical, you know, la, 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 la. But you know what I love about him? That he does not um, betray his ideals. Mm-hmm. You know, he's always like, I don't care what the hell you guys say. My style is possessional. I, we love having the ball. I'm always going to play this style. This is the style my team is going to play. And, yeah, I'm not saying we're, we're always going to, you know, win something every season. No. But I'm not going to betray my ideals and betray my style. And mm-hmm. it shows, man. Look, he he's kept it a look. Look at the team. He just shows, you know. It just shows that uh, his style works, you know. And uh, no, I mean, look, at, at the beginning of the season, you know, they they were they had a little bit of a rocky start, but look, they were mid table in the beginning of the season. Yeah, they crept up you know, quietly without making too much noise, playing their their way, the way that they play. And look, now the top of the league with five points, you know. And I like how you mentioned possession because. You want to know uh, something funny? Like, in terms of shots, uh, both of them were even 8-8. Shots on target, City just dominated. You know, City had five shots on target compared to Liverpool's three, but it was possession. Mm -hmm. Liverpool ended the game. Yeah, more possession. Actually, yeah, yeah. 56% possession for Liverpool compared to City's 44 and but maybe they approach this game differently just because they know it's Liverpool, you know, and, and, you know, they, I think they approach this, this, uh, they take advantage of uh, the fact that they had, you know, faster players Mm -hmm. on the top, you know, with, uh, with Raheem, Mahrez and Foden. Mm -hmm. So I think they took advantage of the fact that, you know, Liverpool also have, or have a weak, uh, defense right now. Defense right now. So, I mean, it's weird because, uh, Alex, uh, it's the Alexander Arnold not playing, and Robertson weren't playing good at all. Dude. Yeah, they're bad. You know, so it's not just, and they're the starters. Yeah. You know, so it's just, I don't know, man. It's just this whole, the whole defense is just really having a bad season. Yeah, even though Klopp, uh, you know, the the deadline day for the January transfer window brought in two defenders, one from Preston North End. You know, he didn't, yeah, he didn't from, uh, put him in the, the second division of English football and one from Schalke, Quebec, mm-hmm. uh, that they have an option to buy for 20 million at the end of the season. They didn't, he didn't put him in, he didn't put him mm-hmm. in, and people thought they nope. people thought club was. And yeah, I mean, he he started for me, yeah, <laughs> he started for B. Anderson instead, and in the center of defense, which was it just showed it didn't, it didn't work. And nope. I mean, I like Klopp. And, and, and no, no, before, City just exploited that. Man. Yeah, and before you go on about Pep, I mean, Henry, for me, I love Pep for what he did for Barcelona. But for me, man, Klopp is just, man, he's just something else when it comes when it comes to him. I love his style of play, you know. Not to say I don't love Pep's. Of course I do. But, I mean, I'm just lucky to have these two managers, to see these two managers go head-to-head and – I mean, Club, what he's done with Liverpool, you can't deny what he's done, especially I, with yeah, Pep. Yeah, with with what Pep, Pep has had the fortune of City, while while Club has had to build Liverpool from the ground up, and you've seen what he's done. And last season, he won the Premier League, dominated the Premier League, won the Champions League just before that. So, I mean. Mm-hmm. What Klopp has done is just—it's been amazing. Right now, I mean, I don't think you expected the to drop off. Yeah, but but here's the thing though, his style, yeah, it's all cool and good and whatnot. But what's the longevity of it? You know, does it have longevity? Am I? You know that, and it's showing right now. Showed at at Dortmund and it's showing now that maybe it doesn't. 
you know, as, and that's the difference between him and, and Peps that no matter what, you know, that tiki-taka style will always have longevity. I'm It does have longevity. It's just Liverpool, they've just been unlucky, Henry. I mean, Van Dyke, and let's be honest, Van Dyke is Liverpool's version of Messi. It's their best player. Without him, the whole team's off. And, I mean, they've just been unlucky with injuries, especially in defense. You know, Joe Gomez is out for the rest of the season. Van Dyke has been out for almost the rest of the season. Now mm-hmm. is out for the rest of the season. I mean, you can't. He's just been on. Yeah, I know that, but I mean, that's why they brought in these two defenders, and he doesn't even put him in. He keeps putting uh, Henderson and, and Fabinho. Like, well, I'm pretty you know, sure. What's the point of buying them? You know? I'm pretty sure he will bring him in, but yeah, I guess yeah, it's because it's City and, and based on experience. But hey, man, they have fast freaking players on top, man. So it's like maybe you do need a natural defender, you know, central defender. Well, I'm, I'm just club. he hasn't broke off from his style of play, and I mean Henry, how I see club, he's just having a bad season. Uh, Pep had a bad season last season compared to Pep Guardiola's standards. I mean, mm-hmm. you can't deny that Pep did have a bad season last season compared to his standards. It's just the same thing. It's just the same thing with club right now. He's just having a bad season. Well, we'll see who we'll see who has the longevity, you know, next season with, with all their players healthy. We'll see. You know, right now, obviously, it's showing that 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 Pep style is, you know, untouchable. You know, and he's not going to change it. You know, and uh, you know what? One thing I did, what what I have been noticing about Liverpool is that they've been criticizing Diego Alcantara a lot, man. You know, and and uh, honestly, he's just not fitted to club style. You know, he's fitted more to to Guardiola style. And I think if he were to play, if he were to be playing for City, he'd be he'd be freaking shining in that midfield. You know, mm. but uh, yeah, it's just I think just Thiago Alcantara is not, uh, you know, he's not fitted for for club, you know, club club style isn't fitted for him either, you know, and that's the problem with Thiago Alcantara. Oh, we'll see what happens, but with this, I mean, this is all good for uh, Man City that they beat Liverpool. I guess you could say, oh, yeah. you know, in a way, now that United drew with uh, Everton, because. Before, before it gives them a little bit of breathing space. Yeah, because before this game, Liverpool were back on the title race, and now it's. Mm-hmm. I mean, ten points behind. Yeah. <laughs> I think you could say for Liverpool, the title race is over. This gives City more breathing space against United. Yeah, we'll have to see how the rest of the Premier League season goes. It do, it is getting exciting. Well, right now, Liverpool Liverpool has to start, you know, worrying about being in those Champions League you know, spots because Chelsea is now, you know, just a point behind. That, I think they'll make Champions League football, Liverpool. Well, let's hope because, you know, Chelsea, you know, is playing pretty good now, man, with, with uh, Tuchel. You know, he's got, what is it, four games and he hasn't been beaten yet. Three wins, one draw. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, the guys, you know, three clean sheets. You know, I mean, the guys turned that team around. It looked like they're they're starting to starting to click. You know, so uh, I mean, they better uh better watch out, Liverpool. Well, you know, once Liverpool put those defenders in, I think you'll start to see them play. Well, when is that? <laughs> Probably the next game for for Liverpool. I mean, well, let's hope they they click. I mean, but they got Leicester next game, so that's like Ooh, yeah. See what I mean? <laughs> that's like even a what if. They need to win that game. Yeah, but anyway, we're gonna move on to the next. We're actually gonna divert away from the Premier League. We just reviewed the Premier League. We're gonna go to La Liga in Spain, and the first match we're gonna review 
is Huesca versus Real Madrid. This match ended 2-1 for Real, for Real Madrid. Uh, Javi Galán for Huesca scored uh, in the 48th minute in the beginning of the second half. But Varane came with a double for Real Madrid to seal the win. And, I mean, this game could have, you know, this is a dicey game from what I was looking at. I mean, Real Madrid could have, you know, even lost this game. But, yeah. you know, they won. Varane stepped up because I remember last time, last episode here in the 12-man podcast, uh, Kevin was criticizing Rafael Varane, saying, you know, if he doesn't think he's the shit now, I don't know what's going to take. And I think after that, I think Varane knows he's the shit now. And well, maybe he'll give him some confidence yeah. now. Yeah, he really pushed on to help uh, Real Madrid go for that win. And yeah, I and mean, what were your thoughts on on this game? Well, it was a game that you know Madrid obviously needed to win. Huesca mm-hmm. um, away. I mean, I know you know Huesca isn't the the biggest club, but you know these these smaller clubs at home they're always a, they're always a, they always give you trouble. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a, a, a win that needed just to to keep you know the pressure on Atletico. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I mean, Ben Zema, man, my God, that dude cannot score in this game. A misfiring. He cannot score. I think he hit the post twice. Mm-hmm. Hit the goalkeeper. Misfired a couple of times. Yeah, hit the goalkeeper. Yeah, man. I mean, that dude cannot score. And Valdan has to score, you mm-hmm. know. So, you know, it's kind of – it's like Kevin said, um, you know, they're, they're – uh, they're, their forwards are just inconsistent, man. Mm-hmm. Very inconsistent, you know. And now with uh, Hazard out again for like another month and a half, mm-hmm. whatever it is, that makes things even worse, you know. Vinicius Jr. is oh – my God, I don't know who gave that dude Paha. He's a good player. He is not a good player for me. Mm-hmm. You know, that dude is not a good player. You know, he's not doing anything up there for him. Supposedly he was like the, the next Ronaldo, but look at him. He's not doing jack. That's true, and – Hazard's out for a month. Vinicius Jr. comes in and guess he said he really didn't show anything. Uh, They they even kept – because Asensio started and they even kept him on the pitch. (laughs) I think Mariano would do better than I do. They should just start Mariano. I mean, they put him on for him, I believe. Yeah, they put him on for him. So, we'll we'll have to see how it goes. But, I mean – But, uh, yeah, I was just not – their forwards are just not uh, consistent, man. I mean, it took – uh, such a defender to, to help them win. So, yeah, they're just, um, you know, yeah, I mean, they needed the win. You know, good for them. They got that that, that win. It was a tight win for them. But, um, yeah, they need, to, they need to start looking at getting some some good forwards. I know they want Mbappé, but, you know, who knows what's going to happen with that. But they need to start, you know, stepping it up. Luckily, that that, that – uh, that Barca isn't, you know, doing as isn't doing well either. If not, they would be they would look like even more shit than they are right now. And they saying they Real struggled with Huesca. Huesca are in last place in La Liga, so and they struggled. That's crazy. <laughs> they I mean it's three points for Real. I mean I think that yeah, they needed it. at the end of the day, I think they would have just taken it, but it puts them at forty three points and that's all you could really much say for uh, Real Madrid versus Huesca. We're actually going to move on to the next game, which is uh, Real Betis versus Barcelona. This game ended 3-2 to Barcelona. And I guess you could say from a neutral standpoint, it was a good game. 
Uh, it was eight shots for uh, Betis, 12 for Barcelona, five on target for Betis, four for Barcelona. Barcelona, of course, dominated possession as always. Um, it was uh, There were chances in the first half where Barcelona could have scored, but a counterattack by Real Betis, and it made it 1-0 in the 38th minute. Broja Iglesias scored. And surprisingly, Messi did not start this game. Messi did not. Yeah, I thought he was injured. I got scared. Yeah. I was like, oh, crap. Yeah, that, me too. Yeah, I think they were just resting. They were just resting him because they know that they got Sevilla coming up and PSG coming up in the Champions League. So. Yeah. yeah. But Martin Broithwaite started over Messi. Second half. Uh, I don't know why. <laughs> Second half comes in. Braithwaite is taken off for Messi. And Messi has an instant impact. 59th minute scores an absolute last Dude, when they play with Martin Braithwaite, you're playing with 10 men. <laughs> He's just taking up space for someone else. Mm-hmm. Dude, I don't know why he starts him. Is I don't know. There's there's other players, dude. I would have started Trincao over that mofo. What? I mean, dude, they have they have they have dudes in in, in Barca B, the 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 American Conrad de la Fuente. If he would have he would have done more than that dude. I don't know why he keeps starting Brainwaves, man. It's fucking annoying. Well, he took him off in the second half. Messi came in and had an instant impact in 59th minute scoring oh, yeah. goal. Then in the sixth, 68th minute, Victor Ruiz scores an own goal to make it 2-1 for Barcelona. Pass from Messi. Yeah, pass from Messi. I mean, at that point, Ruiz was the villain, but he made himself a hero by scoring in the 75th minute for Real Betis in set piece, and it made it 2-2. What? And you mentioned Trincao. Trincao mm-hmm. scores an absolute golazo with his left foot on the right-hand side in the 87th minute, making it 3-2 to Barcelona. And, man, I mean, from a neutral standpoint, you got to say it was a good game. But as a Barcelona fan, Henry, I don't oh, know. It's, 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 it's sad that we keep having a freaking – man, we, we're – it's just sad to see Barca, man. Seriously, it's sad because yeah, from a from if I wasn't a Barca fan, I'd say, oh, that was a good game. But I'm looking at it different. I'm analyzing it differently because it's like, you know, this isn't. We're watching. We're going pretty much like toe to toe with these dudes. Where it was, it wasn't like that before. I mean, we we. It seems like they were going more on a counter, man. Mm-hmm. They were playing on a counter a lot. And it's like, when did Barca ever play? That's a Real Madrid type style. We're not Real Madrid. We've never played that style. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's kind of sad that that uh you know that's that's just the way Barca is right now. And yeah, it's just, you know, I mean there were times where I just I looked away even <laughs> honestly when I was watching the game. It's just uh, just I I just hope that and I'll go again and say that when we get a new president, he comes in and changes, you know, the things that need to be changed. You know, um, Coleman being one of them, obviously. I mean, you, you look at players that we don't need. You look at you know, you look at Betis, and they're not a bad team. I mean, no, I'm not saying they're not a bad team, but it's like, come on, man, no disrespect to Betis, but it's Betis. Mm-hmm. And I know they've always given us problems at home, but. There was, you know, we played a different style before, man, and, and uh, you know, it just shows. It just shows, and it's sad. But, uh, hey, you know what? Good game for Messi coming in, scoring a goal, you know, having an immediate impact, you know. Um, yeah, man, that dude's everywhere. He doesn't just score goals. He, 
He puts passes in. You know, he doesn't just wait for the ball to tap it in like other players do, <clears throat> so-called <clears throat> goats. This is the real <laughs> goat right here, man. This dude comes in. He's all over, man. He puts the passes in. He scores the goals. You know, he, he, he plays as captain. So, I don't know how the hell you can compare him to <clears throat> other so-called players. You know? You're such an um, asshole. That's a, different thing, that's a different conversation. Oh, yeah. my so, God. Yeah, man. I mean – that's just that's just messy. I mean, do I think you know this team will win the Champions League? No. Mm-hmm. Do I think they'll win the league? No. No. Copa del Rey. Mm, that's, that's a tough one too. Now with, with Sevilla, man. <laughs> Sevilla coming in. That's a tough one. You know. So now, nah, man, we'll just have to see what happens. Uh, I just uh hate conceding freaking goals, man. I hate that we keep you know having players. The comeback kings, you know, we're the freaking comeback kings, you know, and it sucks. We were never that, mm-hmm. you know. So, yeah, man, just uh, yeah, from an interest standpoint, yeah, it's a, you know, pretty good game. But from my eyes, it was just another getting scored on again, winning by the minimum again. So, yeah, that's my opinion on that. And we'll have to see how it goes for Barcelona. I mean, luckily, you know. At the end of the day, I got three points. That puts them still above Real Madrid and Barcelona in second place. Yeah, we're the ones having a yeah. shit, a shit season. They keep saying, "Yeah, we're, <laughs> they're having just as uh, shitty seasons as us." You already know. You already know them. They talk too much. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, I mean, three points at the end of the day. I mean, you really can't complain at this point for Barcelona. At least just win a couple games when you can. <laughs> Yeah, 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 at least. Yeah, yeah. I guess. So, to say. I mean, it is what it is. And we're going to move on to the next match, and that is uh, Atletico versus Celta Vigo. This match ended 2-2. And, man, with Atletico going for that title race, it, this really it's really put a blip on it. But, I mean, Suarez scored a, a brace. I mean, he's he doesn't seem to – want to stop scoring. I mean, this dude loves to score, especially for Atletico. And unfortunately, um, Celta Vigo, they just had to really blow the the party for Atletico. They scored in the eighth and ninth minute to make it 2-2. And I mean, I'm looking at the stats here, nine shots for Atletico compared to Vigo's seven, two shots on target for both teams. Celta had more possession, 55% possession compared to Atletico's 45 but, I mean, this is, like, the first time since the new year started, you know, since 2021, that Atletico have dropped points. So, it shows you that they've been consistent so far. And I mean, they just got a draw. It would have been a whole different story if they would have lost. But, I mean, this it's a draw. I guess you could come out of it saying we should have won, but at least we didn't lose. What were your thoughts on this game, Henry? Well, it was a good game, man. It was a you know tough game. Um, you know, kind of surprised uh, everyone when Celta went up first. You know, um, Santimina scored at the 13, so it was a uh, a bit of a surprise, I think, uh, from for them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, man, Luis Suarez just he's on form as always, man. That dude just keeps scoring 16 goals now mm-hmm. with the two that he scored today. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that dude's just on form, man. He's uh just showing that. Uh, Barca made a huge mistake letting him go to a, a rival, go with Bree and, and to a direct rival too. So and we did that yeah, with man, we did it with David Villa as well. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. no, it's our, it's, we do, this damn team doesn't learn from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, man, just uh, yeah. Unfortunately, they they, uh, they screwed up at the end. I think it was just uh, that was concentration. Yeah, lack of lack of concentration on the de- uh, defense defensive part, you know. And uh, yeah, dude, they 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 got uh, scored in the eighty nine. So, um, I mean. I don't know if it really hinders them too much. I mean, because they still have a game in hand, yeah. and they're eight points. They're eight points. At, you know, yeah. that's why that's what I'm saying. Like they have, they have a. It made me laugh because I don't know who I saw. I saw some some Real Madrid fan on Instagram say, "Oh, there's league. There's a league now." It's like you're eight points behind, man. And they still have a game eight in points, hand. And they still have a game in hand. What the hell are you talking <laughs> about? There's league. They, you know, what the hell. You know, so it's like no, no, they they're still running away with it pretty good. They still have a good a good gap, you know. So they have a game in hand. If they win that, they're again ten points ten points ahead. And and you know, Barca and Real still have you know other games that that uh, they could possibly lose too. So I think they're still being consistent. They're still good. Yeah, and it just you know, shows that so. uh, both Real and Barcelona struggled against the teams they played this weekend. And just shows yeah. that both teams can drop points at any time. Like go exactly. all three teams can too. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not saying I think it was not going to have a moment where they're going to they drop a point or two, but right now they're the most consistent team out of all mm-hmm. out of all three of them. And you know, so consistency when wins you the uh, league. Exactly. So. so I mean, I don't know what in what world that Real Madrid fan that I saw on Instagram freaking lives in. That dude's nuts. He's saying, "Oh, now there's league." It's like. Okay, bro. Maybe he'll get along with Ruben and Kevin. <laughs> and, or maybe he, or maybe he knows that uh, you know Var will help out Real. Maybe somehow, <laughs> who knows? I don't know. But uh, I know the reality. I know my team, and I know the reality of my team, and I know that we aren't. There is no title race right now. We're not winning a title Madrid, this season. Right now, Atletico Madrid is winning that thing. So we're in, there is no title unless something dramatic happens. And until I see something dramatic happen, then if I see if I see something fishy with with Atletico Madrid in the next couple of games, then I'm then I'll be like, okay, maybe. And if Barca and Real don't drop points, mm-hmm. maybe. But that's that that's a what if, which doesn't exist right mm-hmm. now. So, no, you're right. You know, I mean, yeah, they're 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 you know they're still they're still they haven't lost. So, <laughs> and I mean they you know, so they're still doing good. They went up against a pretty. Decent Celta Vigo side. They're in tenth place. Mm-hmm. And... Oh, yeah, dude, Celta Vigo. We can't take anything away yeah. from them. Man, they're a good. They're a good team. They always cause Barca problems when we go and play against at them. their stadium. Uh, you know, at their stadium. Mm-hmm. You know, they always they always cause us problems. So they're a good team, man. I mean, they're in tenth place. Yeah, I'm looking at the players yeah, also... uh, Celta has. They got Hugo Mayo. They got Murillo, former player of ours. Denis Suarez, Nolito, Santimina, and Iago Aspas. I mean. Yeah, they're a good team. Yeah, they're, right. they're pretty, team. pretty they're, decent. They're, they're a team that, from what I was seeing, they did not stop, you know, running and, and pushing. So, yeah, man, they're just a really good team. Yeah, and I mean, at the end of the day, I like to go didn't lose. It would have been a whole different story if they would have lost. You would have been like, oh, there's something here. But, oh, yeah, I mean, it's a draw. I mean, you can't take nothing much away from it. I mean, next game for Atletico – Shouldn't I mean they should be fine in my opinion? They have Granada away, so I mean, does that really Granada right now? Yeah, they're having a pretty decent season compared to their standards. They're in eighth place right now, just six points 
or actually five points away from a Europa League spot. So, but the last five games for Granada, they've only won one and drawn three and lost one. So they they haven't been doing well. So I'm pretty sure Atletico will be fine, like always. I think they should be all right. Yeah, so yeah, they should be all right. We'll have to see. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But we're gonna move on to uh, the. We're gonna go to Italy to City I, and we're gonna review the matches. Uh, Florentina versus Inter Milan. This game ended 2-0 for Inter Milan. In that chase for the City A title with Milan and I guess you could say Juventus. And it was a pretty pretty decent game for Inter Milan. Uh, not to say that Florentina didn't give them problems. No, of course not. But, um, I mean, you compare, you look at the stats here. Florentina had 15 shots compared to Inter's 14. Shots on target, Inter had six compared to Florentina's three. Possession for Inter was 55 compared to Florentina's 45. But Nico Barella, the man the man from midfield scoring always, and what a golazo from Nico Barella for Inter Milan. I mean, I was just a golazo in the 52nd minute in the second half. Uh, Pierceic scores, which ended the score 2-0. Uh, what are your thoughts on this game, Henry? Um, that Lautaro Martinez has started scoring again, man. That dude has been on a drought. Mm-hmm. You didn't, you you didn't know, even start the uh, game. No, nah, man. Yeah. That dude's been just... I don't know what's going on with him, man. Yeah. Um, he's just been on a freaking drought, dude. I mean, he was late to Barcelona not too long ago, yeah. but right now, he's, I don't know what's going on with this, this guy. He's not having the best season. <laughs> um, But, yeah, I mean, he had a good win for uh for Inter, tough win. Obviously, Fiorentina isn't an easy team. Mm-hmm. Um, it just keeps them in the race, you know. Just um, keeps the pressure uh, on AC, you know. So, yeah, I mean, still two points behind. Um, yeah, they need to keep on winning these games in order to to stay to keep the pressure on Milan, you know. So, if anything, if Milan drops any points, then you know Inter could just you know pounce on that. So, yeah, good win from them. Yeah, and you are right. Florentina is not a bad team. They have Pisella, you know, the Argentinian center back, leading the defense for Florentina. Boraventura, former AC Milan player. Broja Valero, he's in there. Frank Ribéry also plays for, uh, yeah, for uh, Florentina. <laughs> so so does Jose Callejon, former Real Madrid and Napoli player. So, eh, oh, that's yeah. right. I mean, they got some pretty decent players, but... It's Inter Milan. I mean, you are right. Alexis Sanchez started over Martinez, which is actually surprising. But, I mean, you, you look at Inter Milan, man, they're just – I mean, they're just good all around, Henry. I mean – Yeah, they're doing good. Yeah, I – They uh, they just have to keep the pressure on, like I said. Yeah, it's AC Milan. It's, AC splits and they'll pounce and they can win the league. Yeah, possibly. And I think you probably say they have probably a better chance – than than Juve, but mentioning oh yeah, mentioning AC Milan. AC Milan went against Cortone this weekend, and they beat Cortone four zero. Was Latan scoring his five hundredth career goal, and he also scored another one, which marks a double. And Rebic also scored a double as well, and this just pushes AC Milan for that City A title. And they Henry they in turn not in terms of possession. But in terms of shots, AC Milan just dominated 21 shots and 11 were on target. 
compared to Catrone's 10 and 2 on target. I mean, that just shows you AC Milan, man. Would you say they're back, Henry? I mean, I think it was a really good result to get past, to get four past um, Crotone. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they needed this type of a convincing win after, you know, I mean, yeah, they won the, the game before that uh, 2-1, and then they lost a 3-0 against Atalanta. Mm-hmm. So I think they needed this type of uh, type of win, uh, you know, big win. And Zlatan, man, just proving that age is just a number, man. He ages like fine wine. Two goals. Yeah, man, he ages like fine wine, dude. That dude just scored that uh, that first goal. It really impressed me, man. He he made a run, mm-hmm. dude. You know, and scored just just a banger. He scored. So yeah, man, dude. Uh, that dude's just on form. Two goals. You know, I think he's still leading the 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 goal as far as goals go. I think he's, yeah, yeah I think goal he's, I think he's still leading. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man, he's just um yeah, man, he's just unstoppable, man. I can't believe that that he. Came from the MLS and went back, and it's just like he never left. Crazy. And you want to know some like, I mean, Crotone, they're in last place in City, uh, but I mean, you look the crazy part about, and I know you love AC Milan because of one player right now, and that's Brahim Diaz. Yeah. Man. Would you believe me if I told you he wasn't even on the bench for the game? And they, that's crazy. And they still won without him. And. I mean, they play pretty well. Uh, you know what? Liao has been good. Yeah, season, Rafael Liao. He's been, yeah, he's been having a really good season, For, you know, so. Uh, Theo Hernandez, former Real Madrid left back, I think. Yeah, yeah very good. Yeah, I mean, the only thing, my thing is, I don't know why they got Mario Mandzukic, you know. <laughs> he's not doing anything, dude. That dude's burned. He's done. <laughs> he's not even brought him in. I think the only reason they got him in was just because he was free, but. I mean, he came. He ah, came. Man, he actually came off to replace his Lachlan during the game. Yeah. Yeah, man, bad dude. Come on, man. A couple of years ago, I'd say yeah, it'd been cool, but now, nah. I mean, I do not. I do burnt, man. A funny thing is, uh, AC Milan also brought in an English center back from Chelsea, Tamori, uh, and yeah, he yeah, started yeah. the game with a uh, Ramangoli, and he get, he finished the whole game, and he played really well. Yeah, so. I mean, it's not often you hear English players doing good abroad, especially you know ball places in Italy. So, it's yeah. it's a well. I mean, we we could get that example though. I mean, in recent yeah. years, Chris Smalling, yeah, really doing good with Roma players, just so. recently too. So, so you know, yeah, maybe uh, maybe that's starting to change mm-hmm. you now for the English players. But pretty good, you know, pretty so. good result for AC Milan that pushes them. For for the title in City I, I mean, they're still two points ahead of Inter Milan, and they're also seven points ahead of Juventus, who actually won against Roma two zero this weekend. And yeah. I mean, this City I, Henry, I think it's looking a lot more impressive now that clubs like Milan and Inter Milan are back into the fold. Back, yeah, and been yeah, it's been. God forever, man. And now that they're back in the fold, they can actually challenge Juventus for City I. And I don't think it'll be as easy for uh, Juventus as it was in previous years. Now that the two beasts have awoken, it's going to be a whole different thing. But let's see if Juve can handle it. Yeah, I mean, they haven't had it. They haven't had any competition in these past so, years. 
with both Inter and AC just not being the club that they were. But now, right now, they're they're uh, back to with them playing really well. It seems that they're back to it. So we'll see if, if Drew really is a, a a a good big team truly with competition or not mm-hmm. because right now it doesn't seem like it. Well, we'll have to find out, but it's looking pretty good this City I season, and that actually concludes today's review, everybody. Uh, I know we haven't been back in a while, but we're back after a week off, and we're continuing the 12th Man Podcast. And, Henry, this actually, this episode right here, 10th episode, man. Hit the double digits. Oh, crap. Hit the double digits. Oh, dang, right. Number 10. Hit the double digits. Unfortunately, Kevin and Rumi couldn't be here, but we're here. We're helped grind it out. And, yeah, man, 10th episode for the 12th Man Podcast. Give ourselves a round of applause, man. We're here. We're still going, and we ain't going to stop. And it's exciting, sir. Things are uh, things are gonna be getting yeah. better. We'll be uh, coming out with more stuff, more uh, content. You know, our uh, Instagram, more content. Our, our Instagram page will be uh, up and running. Mm-hmm. Um, a bit better soon, obviously. Yeah, it'll be better. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of things that we're doing uh, to make uh, to make this podcast better. Um, bring you guys some good content. Uh, we're gonna be changing some things up soon, um, so you'll you'll to to make things. Uh, more exciting mm-hmm. um just have you know just a better all better overall listen for for the listeners um so yeah i mean i'm i'm obviously kevin and ruben couldn't be here um unfortunately but uh they'll be here for the next one and uh yeah just uh can't wait to have more banter and, and stuff like that so yeah you know just really happy to be at, at 10 and we're here and saying gonna stop. So everyone, thank you for listening to another episode of the Twelfth Man Podcast. Really great to be back. Me and my me and my brother here, Henry. And that concludes today's episodes, everyone. Everyone stay safe. Keep listening to us. Uh, share to your friends if you really like our podcast. Share to your friends. Share to anyone who loves the sport of football. And yeah, we'll see you guys next episode. Later. All right, that's it. <laughs> Bye. I would make sure to tell Kevin to do the intro. Well, that concludes another episode of the 12th Man Podcast, episode 10. It's really exciting for us to have reached this uh, new milestone in the podcast world that we've been able to stick together and bring you guys the best material that we can provide. From the bottom of our hearts, we'd like to thank everybody for hanging in there with us. And we hope that we can continue to entertain you, and we hope that you continue to listen to us and enjoy the material that we have brought to you. With that being said, I'd like to also say that we have an email up uh, where you can reach us at. Uh, We'd like to hear back from you guys if uh, you'd like to start some banter with us or leave a comment about an episode or even just stop by and say hello we'd like to hear from you guys the email is the 12th man podcast.ca at gmail.com and we also have an instagram up and running that you can find us in for all the latest of the 12th man podcast it is called the 12th man podcast and with that being said i'd like to ask everyone to please be safe out there wear a mask and as always be safe and we'll see you next time